What's up, y'all? You want to listen to your new favorite podcast um, live from the 99 Neighborhoods in Greenspring? This is John Nathan. And it's Eric, yeah. And we are here with Eric and John Nathan. I can't take you seriously, but I'm sorry. <laughs> we are, we are uh, Eric and John Nathan's Untitled Podcast. Um, we don't have a name, but what the this is our name, I guess. But Eric and John Nathan's Untitled Podcast, podcast is our name. name yeah. But, you know, I like the aesthetic of that name. Because mm-hmm. we really can come up with a day, but it works because we talk about everything. Um, so we again, like I said, we're live from Birmingham, Alabama. We're not live, but we're recording from Birmingham, Alabama. Um, we are about to put that new flavor in your ear. Shout to Craig Mack of Bad Boy. <laughs> the remix. I, 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 I hope that that, that that didn't sound as cringy as it did coming out as I thought it did in my head. Hey, but respect to Craig Mack. Rest in peace. Yes, rest in peace to Craig Mack. But uh, let's get started. Uh, so, our first thing on the docket, shot to Kaya. The first thing yeah. on the docket is what? What is what's going to docket? We just want to uh, oh, yeah. kind of you know throw out some articles, uh, books, and videos of the week that we're interested in. But we're going to do like a different one individually every week. And the one that um, we kind of focused on this week is. How Europe Underdeveloped Africa um, by Walter Rodney, Rest in Power. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's something that me and Janaika and a group of people have been reading for about two months. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, like, uh, it's taken us a while, but it's just it's it's a critical uh, text um, for understanding uh, the material position of Africans um, in the New World Order. Uh, following European colonization of Africa. Um, and we're just going to kind of share some of our thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, Nathan, what did you kind of take away now that we kind of finished the text? White folks ain't shit. Yeah. And <laughs> I got from it um, how things really have been changed over years. The people are, white people are still going in and raping the continent of Africa as we speak. Um, and then they guess, they guess like, like us, like, we don't know what we talk about when we say things that we say about, you know, American culture and European culture and how they rape everything and take everything and leave us with the scraps and like you know um also I it's some things that I, I didn't know about you know how the development development of capitalism especially in the first two, two chap, chapters um my, my favorite chapter was chapter three because he was spinning all the tea <laughs> and he was telling them niggas don't bathe, he was telling them how to, how to bathe hmm. they were saying how you know basically everything that they have is because of us and, well, yeah, us, and that really helped ease my, my mind about a lot of things, and it helped me. Honestly, the book empowered me a little bit because it made me feel like, you know, because I feel like America is a constant reminder. Like, we have a constant reminder in America, even our TV shows, that we are not shit, but apparently, according to how you develop Africa, we are the shit. So, <laughs> so that's one thing I did take away from H-E-U-A. How about you? Um, <laughs> white folks definitely are shit. <laughs> Europeans are not shit. Um, Europe is not shit as a concept. America ain't shit either. But, like, um, I think kind of what was most interesting to me was just the constant theme of the fact that African underdevelopment was a necessity for the development of Western civilization. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and Western civilization is only an outgrowth um, of the constant, brutal, like, theft. Um, of like resources and labor and, and surplus from like African laborers. And just thinking about today, you know, being Africans who live inside of the Imperial Court of the United States 
it's really just kind of um an outline for kind of what it is that we're actually facing that it won't be um kind of undone with changes of administration as we see mm-hmm. <laughs> uh with uh this new uh administration that we have is not something that will be undone um kind of with these black uh rich celebrities uh who claim african aesthetics um but participate in the exploitation of africa um like it will only be done um through the complete removal of imperialism western imperialism from africa um and the strengthening of africa africa and african people uh through scientific socialism to the point where we can actively resist that imperialism um and it was just kind of interesting in that way um there's a whole lot in the text. <laughs> it's not a whole lot. We're really just kind of hitting um, major points. Major points of kind of what we take away at the end, but definitely highly recommended as a text. Um, Walter Rodney has numerous other um, kind of text, and I guess that's just kind of our transition into our next thing, which is we have this little segment called Pan African History mm-hmm. History of the Week, um, and you know throughout the uh, podcast's duration, we're just going to kind of bring up different topics, things that are ongoing um, in the African diaspora. Um, diaspora. Um, and kind of what we wanted to talk about today is stay on Walter Rodney, because if you don't know, uh, June 13th was the anniversary of Walter Rodney's assassination um, by the government of Guyana on June 13th, 1980. I'm going to say this. I, didn't, I knew that he was assassinated. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was by the, the governor of Ghana. Oh, yeah. I was yeah, like, I "What the fuck?" When I read that shit, I said, "Oh, yeah," because he was uh, he was part of the he he founded um the WPA, mm-hmm. which is the Workers People Alliance. Um, who was also a, another prominent member of that was Aunt, um Ande, mm-hmm. um who was a prominent black feminist um and organizer mm-hmm. in Guyana during the time. But he was an enemy of the state. Um, mm-hmm. and he was dangerous. Um, because of the ways in which he could take topics yeah. and really break them down and make them accessible. Um, and he had been organizing, um, and it, it goes into this in the early part of how you're underdeveloped Africa, that, you know, he was, he was, he was born kind of into this. His parents put him on that type of stuff early. Mm-hmm. Um, they were black, quote-unquote, intellectuals mm-hmm. uh, who, who I, I believe they were also Garveyites, um, who, mm-hmm. you know, had him out handing pamphlets you know <laughs> at a young age yeah. so um we just really kind of want to show love to Walter Rodney for kind of the gifts that he's given um all Africans um but particularly those of us who are invested um in the destruction um of the system that's constantly um exploiting us and raping us um and the continent of Africa as you said um and we encourage you you know to get into Walter Rodney into his scholarship he has numerous other texts um, he has a review on the Russian Revolution from a third world oh, perspective. I saw that. I yeah. saw that. I was like, oh, how do you even? Did he, did he, did he actually went to Russia? And like, well, uh, I don't, I believe he may have went to Russia. I'm not quite sure. Mm-hmm. But the review is just for specifically how the Russian Revolution um, looked from the third world, mm-hmm. right? Which is the third world is going to be South America, mm-hmm. Africa, all of these countries that, you know, uh, have been taken over by Euro Euro colonial powers um, and exploited. So um, we encourage you to just kind of get into Walter Rodney to study him. Um, and like I like we said, I guess in the beginning, um, 
apply his lessons to the kind of stuff that's going on today mm-hmm. because Europe has not moved out of Africa at all. Okay. Like we are really, we are really still dealing with Africa. Um, <laughs> Germany is right there planted. Okay. G- Germany is planted. Like all of these niggas have taken kind of their slice and have maintained that slice, even though America right now is kind of the prominent world power uh, that's kind of seized Child. the majority of Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, through these through Africom bases. You know, now stealing water. Um, I remember a long time ago I read that you know. Um, Hershey, I believe, was one of three chocolate companies that had utilized African slave labor mm-hmm. to extract the raw materials that they were using to produce chocolate. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's this is all very much still a part of our material reality. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess just last word on it, um, and I'll let you go, <laughs> Walter Rodney. <laughs> um, you know, just kind of like take his lessons and apply it to the day. Um, and you know, he has the quote. He says, um, the only great members among the oppressed group of people are those who struggle to destroy the oppressor. And I wish, I want that to be all of us um, and to live up to the legacy of our ancestors that a lot of you niggas claim you are not. Because <laughs> you definitely are not. <laughs> I swear to God. Yeah. But, to, um, but yeah, uh, shout out to um, Walter Rodney, shout out to HEUA. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure you pick up pick up that book. It's a, it's a dense read, but it's very good read. Mm-hmm. Um. And read it with groups if you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Re- re- read it with others, cause uh, I know I had a really, really good time. And well, shout, shout out to SL Secondless Library. We had a, re- a good time reading, um, collectively studying this this um this um book. Mm-hmm. And I really can't wait until the next one, which is Richard the Earth. So please, if you guys want to, you know, tap in with us, make sure you hit, you 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 hit, hit us um. On our, on, even on, on this Instagram page and mm-hmm. our, and our um, other ones. So, what? Just the next segment. Oh, week. what the next segment? What's Instagram? Uh, oh, why is it mad? Yeah. <laughs> okay, Eric, why are you mad today? Okay. okay. Also, also, this, this is a segment we got, we got, uh, which is called "Why Eric, Eric is Mad," and we do that because Eric is mad a lot. <laughs> so we 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 kind of we kind of uh want to play on that. So Eric, why are you mad today? Okay, we or have this, this segment because uh, Jonathan is a fool, um, <laughs> and <laughs> he likes mess and drama. I do. So um, why is Eric mad? Okay, so I don't know if y'all pay attention to news. A lot of y'all actually don't. That's why y'all niggas be so uninformed. <laughs> Um, but uh, read it. But like <laughs> Israel, um, the settler state of Israel has just replaced uh its administrator Benjamin Netanyahu with a new administrator. Um, and this pissed me off. Um, because it really is uh just kind of reflective of Israel's parent state, America. Mm-hmm. Um, in the way that administrators are just kind of exchanged to try to distract from the ongoing violence, mm-hmm. right? Like we just went through uh, election 2020. You had mm-hmm. niggas from um, black voter calling them niggas blowing up my phone, talking about Eric, um, get, <laughs> get involved, get active. Um, about what he's doing. What he's just, doing? just to, you know, pick another fucking uh, imperialist. Um, <laughs> and, you know, now Israel, uh, even though Israel isn't an imperial state, it's a colonial state, it's just kind of doing the same. The same wound, Blade, the same wound. Shout out to New York. Go ahead, I'm sorry. And, uh, <laughs> uh, just kind of doing the same shit. Israel is still a violent settler colonial state. Mm-hmm. It's still fuck Israel and free Palestine. Mm-hmm. It's still solidarity forever. Um, fuck Zionism. Fuck Zionism, yeah. Um, who, you know, um, 46 is 
uh, is a proud Zionist. So. And, and and the girl with the tracks. What's her name? Kamala. Kamala, Kamala yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's not get on that. But, um, <laughs> but yeah. Don't come here. I'm like, <laughs> don't girl. Come here. Don't come here. Um, a lot of the niggas not mad about it, though, because, you know, uh, Agent Orange didn't say it. So it's Ciao. okay. Uh, but Vote Blue no matter who. Head ass. <laughs> um, but no, like that's why Eric is mad this week. Um, and really, it's just more, um, just kind of a desire, um, to really get into this political education, um, mm-hmm. and to have niggas understand, um, and to struggle with them to understand mm-hmm. that uh, Israel must must be destroyed, um, and must be violently like um, disassembled. Mm-hmm. Um, and deconstructed in order for Palestine to be free. Again, there's no two-state solution. There's no change in administrators. Um, it is free Palestine yeah. or nothing. Free Palestine um, or nothing. And that's burn, just, burn the shit to, to the ground. Yeah. Land back, all that shit. And also kind of um, sad that, like, kind of the heat died down, but, you know. It really did, That's though. what happens when you grift. Um, and I like, know, I'm like, ain't it still going on? I was, yeah. I was looking at Literally, Israel bombed Palestine, like, two days ago. So it's like we still gotta be on this. Didn't like a, they say it was a ceasefire, but that that don't mean shit. That, that was not that was not shit. Child, that's it. Bitch, you gonna cease that fire. That was just time to repair the international image. Yeah. Um, because obviously it looks kind of bad when you're blowing up apartment complexes full of children. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, um, because people <laughs> don't have this political education, um, which is a success of the American educational system and a failure of like revolutionary groups. Um, we pe- People don't understand. So we got to struggle for that and, you know, try to get going. Um, but okay, that's why Eric's bad. We're going to have, we're going to have <laughs> more, more heat every week. Um, like I got smoke for everybody. Nobody's safe. Um, but the next segment That'd be so funny. is, uh, you know, part of Janathan's messy ass side, which is um, what is Janathan obsessed with? And what is Janathan obsessed with? You already know. Okay, so we had to argue about this. We did. Have <laughs> we, had, we had to really argue about this. Um, <laughs> it's so messy. Okay, so you guys know of a little show called The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Yeah. Okay. Um, th- my favorite person on the show, the ultimate baddie of them all, Port- Portia Williams. Was it's under fire because the the girl that she that, okay, so she has a new fiance, mm-hmm. who is the current husband the current husband of her friend of the show, Fallon Gubadaya. Her husband is Simon. No, I'm sorry, Simon Gabadia, and her, her friend was named Fallon Gubadia. Um, Simon is like a like a multi millionaire. Um, she got introduced on the show because of Portia. And then, as the course of the season, you kind of didn't see because I didn't watch the se- season. I, I don't. I really don't watch the current seasons. Um, but uh, during the se- season, they were kind of going. They wasn't like going back with it all. They're like friends, and that that was really even on the show like mm-hmm. that. Fallon, um, you know, uh, after the show wrapped, uh, Fallon and Simon were having a little spats on Instagram and Facebook on January twenty first of twenty twenty one. Um, Simon was like, "Hey, I'm in my my my, my, my marriage work. I'm gonna do all this." Like weeks after that, weeks yes. after that, <laughs> here's a photo with her and 
Portia, with him and P- Portia with the ring on his on her f- finger, and she put out this 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 whole Instagram page like how we found love, me and Fallon weren't friends, and da 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 da. Which 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 that could have been the case because you know how reality TV show mm-hmm. works. Okay. Yeah, so <laughs> okay, yeah, you, you know what? I, I I'll say this. You'd be right, but this time because Fallon isn't on the show, because Fallon was not even on the like she was on the show twice, so. And she's not gonna be and she was blasting Brock Bravo for putting that out there. So I don't think this is fake, yo, because there's babies involved, like this somebody gets pregnant, like it's a whole because you no know, fat Fallon and Simon went back and forth. I'm sorry, it's a bit. Yes, Fallon yes. and Simon went back and forth on on Twitter, I think, about Fallon was cheating on him first and got pregnant by some other dude. It was it was a mess. But the question here is, and that me and Eric are gonna argue about. Which, which you know may not be an argument is was Portia in the wrong for <laughs> sleeping? Well, not sleeping, but for, for stealing for stealing her friend man. I think she's wrong as fuck because that's your friend husband. <laughs> like no like why would you now now? But I will say this: I don't think Portia and Simon because I'm I'm here to defend Portia all day long. I don't think some Portia and Fallon were actual real. You can be like this is so busy. <laughs> yeah, you niggas eat it up. You niggas eat it up. Yeah, because it's, 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 it, it keeps it keeps our mind off of stuff. But po, 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 Portia and Fallon were <laughs> that good for it. Uh, well, no, Portia, um, no, Fallon and Simon going going back back and forth. And you know, I personally believe that Portia and Fallon were not friends. I think that they were, they were, she was, I think the person like, hey, Portia, do you have any friends behind the gates that could be on the show? Portia, well, I got this person I kind of know, and then it just hurt them on the show. Again, I don't, I think that Portia was dead ass wrong. Like, they, like Portia was dead ass fucking wrong for, I feel like, because I'm thinking at this point, wait, 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 were you trying to steal that lady husband the whole time? And, and I think your argument was, it was like, it was the timing or, you know, what was your argument? My argument was, that, like okay uh here's the thing right i'm not endorsing cheating <laughs> <laughs> oh don't backpedal now i'm not oh no we i'm not, oh. I'm not back i'm not backpedaling <laughs> at all i said that back then i said that i'm not i don't endorse cheating and if that they was cheating yeah she got the right to be mad but here's the thing about it that like niggas was not mad that they thought some shit was that niggas was cheating they mad that you fucked with your friends old somebody and husband so, husband that's a difference that's a difference but the main crux of it is that if you if your friend fucked with somebody back in the day yeah, yeah that you are not supposed to fuck mm-hmm. with that person at no point in the future and that's bullshit because why y'all think why y'all niggas think y'all own somebody and you know like, and you know as you, as you know as when, when we first met i said you know my yeah. thing is i don't think we should that's why i don't, I don't agree with european american marriage i don't think that we should have ownership of yeah. anyone but we'll go ahead. I'm sorry. Cause y'all, y'all possessive as fuck. Like <laughs> y'all worried about niggas that y'all didn't hit three years ago. Damn. And fucking. Them new shades made made you bother today, didn't it? <laughs> no, I'm just being honest though. Y'all worried about niggas what? y'all didn't hit three years ago, and you gonna look at your homeboy different because he they talk to them in the present. Yeah. Like get the fuck, cause oh. like okay like i'm just saying like i and i get it if there was a marriage yes okay Mm -hmm. there was a marriage involved and it looked like some shit was going on behind the scenes while that marriage was still active okay but that's not what what my timeline was was Mm -hmm. pissed about my timeline was pissed because they was like 
yeah, you going back on some like fucking uh bro code or sister code, I guess in this case. And it's like to me, like, and don't think I'm uh, ain't shit nigga either. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just let you speak. Cause I definitely do not be spying um my niggas' partners Child. looking for the chance to to step. But I am saying that like if you are attached to somebody who you no longer have any romantic feelings to. And it's gonna be beef with you and your nigga because they go talk to that person. Maybe you need to unpack your relationship to uh, that person um, and your uh, possession of that person because they 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 own fucking person. You gotta be your own person. Um, and as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> portion old buddy. Look, I don't watch reality TV. First of all, so I could be highly uninformed. <laughs> but what I am gonna say is you gotta put up the money though. But what I am gonna say is. A portion old buddy got something new. Uh, old buddy and what's her name, Fallon, yeah, has something, has something else. And hey, it's just time to move on. Like, okay. shit changes. I, I have a question for you, yes, because to me, I feel like this. You said three years, you said, but my thing is that this timing matter. Timing, timing makes it look more suspicious because I said that at the beginning. I said, okay, but this happened two, three weeks after he yes. posted that. Timing looks suspicious, but at the same time, I believe relationships can dissolve quickly. So, come on now. I believe relationships. But can then, dissolve why would she quick be so fun. hurt if that was the case? Huh? Why would she be so hurt if it was dissolved like that? Because, well, is she hurt because she hurt because of her, her, a man lived with her wife? With, 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 yes. She woke up one morning and saw that her husband was with somebody else. Yes. So that's why she's hurt. Yeah. Not because the relationship dissolved. Yeah. Re- it's, she's mad because she's with her friend, not just because. No, no, she's mad about all that. Okay. About you know you when I married for somebody you live on TV, <laughs> like, but I, I'm I'm saying this though, I'm saying and also because I have a different sentiment. Like I understand where you, I understand where you're coming from. I really do. But and my thing is this. Um, mm-hmm. like I said before, I, I'm not gonna give the the seven billion people argument because you know. Even though I do think, you know, there's a lot of people on fishing the sea. And now three years, now you said three years, I had to agree with that. Like this three years that you still harping on, on that situation. Okay, that's 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 fucked up. Like it's, it's been three years. Mm-hmm. But it also depends on the ex too. Like it can depend on the ex because if you were sleep, sleep if you were if you were living with, living with this person, if the person you and you and this person had bad, had left off on bad terms. Mm-hmm. Right, like, it like, depends on the terms. Yeah. Depend on times and also depend if on extra times and depend on, depends on the friend because everybody deal with emotions differently and so everybody also have a different views on friendship and different views on relationships in, in general what may not what may work for you may not work for the other person totally fair yeah. so so i think that i think a conversation needs to be had oh we had we I, mean, I mean not not that yeah. I'm talking, I'm talking like like you know no anybody fuck, yeah. <laughs> no i'm saying like i'm talking about like a conversation need to be had with like mm-hmm. you know with that with that person mm-hmm. um like hey you know because because i was sort of in that same predicament where um i had a friend i, I won't do no name mm-hmm. i had a friend who liked somebody that i was dealing with mm-hmm. and i didn't go for it because that person you know liked them mm-hmm. and i and, and it kind of went down the road but i um i just personally wouldn't do that like because honestly Here's why I would do it. Not saying you're not wrong. I want to do it because why would I even invite that mess in my life? I feel like that's just being messy at that point. Because you yeah. know there is because you know back in mind there's a possibility. Even, even if you think you're in the right of, of saying, "Hey, I'm right. You shouldn't be this, you know, 
about it. Mm -hmm. However, there is a possibility that that person can take, 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 take this the wrong way. There's a possibility there. And so why would you even go there knowing knowing that that could, that could be an outcome when there are other fish in the sea? I get that, but one thing, two, the seven billion fish in the sea argument is kind of weird mm -hmm. when you niggas are all in the same vicinity. So That's obviously true. you're not walking all over the world. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean it's, it's, a, it's figure of speech. I'm not joking. No, I'm saying like mm -hmm. just with the figure of speech, right? Mm -hmm. It's supposed to say, oh, there's a billion people out there besides this one person. Mm -hmm. Except that if you stay in the vicinity with somebody specific, you are going to interact with the same people. Sort of mm -hmm. invariably. Sort of invariably. Yeah. Like, but there are other pe people, right? Yeah. Then yeah, why, there why go with Okay, but like, look. Look at it you. sounds selfish. You live it, on it the, sounds selfish. You live on the south side, right? Yeah. If I come over, if I come over to your apartment complex, mm -hmm. we're gonna see the same people walk in this apartment complex. Yeah. E even though there are a lot of people, mm -hmm. so it's like to me, like I don't know. And also, mm -hmm. if you say that, um, if there is any chance that that person might feel some type of way, it sounded, it kind of sound like I don't know. You're censoring their potential emotions over like a new relationship that like or just, or just avoiding drama altogether okay but why is there drama in the first place? I, again i just, just said this you can be right you can justify it and it can yeah. be right in your mind you're like hey but 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 you still know that there could be drama <laughs> like you still know so why would you put yourself in that position if you know there's a possibility that there could be drama you see what i'm saying i get it but i feel like you gotta be <laughs> you gotta you gotta look to people and be cool folks who like aren't gonna like yeah. over the fact that you talk to somebody they talk to unless it's like some fucked up shit. Unless because I'm saying this, me personally, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Plus, I only have like maybe I, I have one egg, so yeah. like so I I don't I don't care. Yeah. But with that one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like you know what I'm yeah. saying. But and I, I got don't and care. I got exes too. But it's like any one of my folks know mm -hmm. that like if you go talk to anybody who was my ex at any point, it's not isn't that no drama over here because. What I got to do with them anymore? Like that's, that's a, true. That's, okay, and again, but see, his, I've said this. That's I'm all the, part of my just, life. But just, just because <laughs> because I don't care. Because yeah. I don't. Personally, me, I don't care. I'm thinking about what that again. Everybody deal with things differently. Everybody has emotions different. You can't help who you become friends with, man. Because you yeah, guys can. can. <laughs> no, I mean you can. You can't. I mean, yeah, you're right. You're right. You can. Yeah, you can. You, friends and family catch it. You 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 you, you can. <laughs> but like you can. Yeah. How however. You can have an emotional a bond, a bond with somebody, mm -hmm. very emotional bond, and then that comes up. You said because you just said, "Hey, what? Man, I should not choose friends like that." Well, you don't know what 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 would happen unless you get in that situation. And you know how how, how the conversation ever, ever come up because we only had the conversation because of what happened with Fallon and Fortune. Mm -hmm. So we, we we don't know nothing. But but I don't know. it seemed it seemed like similar tendencies among that people among people who get upset at something like that, like. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's something you could suss out early without having that type of intense conversation. Like, I mean, but how, how do you know? Because again, folks, folks, folks. Get well, I mean, the same way people are possessive about their romantic partners, they get possessive about their friends. That's true. So, like, I, I and I hold space for like you know the tenant that if your friend don't fuck with somebody, then mm -hmm. heavy for real, mm -hmm. then you also should not fuck with that person. Mm -hmm. That's that's something different. But like in terms of just being possessive, like. Oh, I don't. I don't necessarily hang out with that friend group, mm -hmm. so you shouldn't either. But, but like you said, I wasn't going to go back to the three years thing. Yeah, three years. I feel like this should be a time limit. 
Maybe there should be a time. I think I, I do agree with that. I feel like that's the compromise. I think but some people feel time. like it should never happen. But like, if, 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 if my thing is, come on, Nick, this is wrong. If I break up with with, 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 with my girl or my dude mm-hmm. in a week, yeah, and then like just in just you know in in um just a scenario, mm-hmm. and you can you can with them next week. How do, uh, okay, that looks kind of funny. That's what I'm saying. But at the same time, at the same time. <laughs> People are autonomous and like you're right. Well, okay, okay, decisions. but do you think there should be at least be a conversation there at least? Huh? There should be a conversation there. I mean, you can show the courtesy of going to your friend and be like, "Hey, um, if you don't, well, one, it, the courtesy may not sound the way that the friend wants to hear it." Okay, mm-hmm. so it may not be a "Hey, do I have your permission to be?" No, don't. Person? I don't say you need your permission, yeah. but but like, like hey, "Hey, I'm going to do this." I'm going to do this. And um and just letting you know. But again, it also depends if y'all left off on bad terms. Too. Yeah, because like, like I yeah. feel like if you're the friend and that person, I don't disagree with you. I just think that put you through some shit because I feel I feel yeah. this like I, after thinking about it, I yeah. do feel the same way. I just want to be considerate of yeah. the other person. And I feel feelings. like if you were the friend, right, in that situation, and okay. that person puts you through some shit, and like you don't want that person in your vicinity because of the harm they caused you, that's okay. Mm-hmm. You can say, hey uh alter the way that you know they interact with that person or yeah. in your vicinity but just to say like don't ever fuck with a person that i talk to mm-hmm. because that's a betrayal or something nah y- y'all niggas are possessive <laughs> yeah let's let go <laughs> i um yeah i i do agree with that like you know because like because because again like there are people I just don't care about that I like had dealings with even for like longer than six 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 months because mm-hmm. I don't because my different because I don't consider an ex unless we like mm-hmm. like I don't know because I I used to I've I've dated people for for like six months and seven eight months and we were together um but it's like I don't consider them an ex so I guess I guess you know yeah because because like you said unless it was bad times I don't see the problem mm-hmm. unless because you yeah but see here thing because I like I said it's not how we feel. It's how the other person feels. So we got to we gotta have, we live in a world with other people. We have with other people yeah. outside of us. So we really got to be cognizant of that and be like, hey, you know, these people may feel this way. Mm-hmm. So let me approach it like this. Sure. <laughs> sure, you can do that. You don't have to honor that feeling, though, because it may not be legitimate. That's all I'm saying. It, 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 you don't have to honor Like, you can have a conversation. Like, I'm, I'm, conversation. I'm, I'm saying, I ain't saying don't do it. Yeah. I'm saying have the conversation. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying let's all listen. the listeners think I'm ready to slide up on everybody. <laughs> no, no, they don't. And I'm no, not. I mean it, it's it's your it's your opinion. Like yeah. it's your opinion. But uh, I guess we, we spend enough time on that segment. <laughs> but uh, what's next? Uh, nerd talk segment, which is kind of a weird transition from all this drama. And maybe, well, I guess it is. I guess it is a good transition. Yeah. you're messy about Star Wars, dude. I'm not messy about no. You messy about Star Wars too, though. I'm not about Star Wars. No, Wait, I'm no not. not about Star Wars. No, because you'd be the one. Talking with the so-called Trekkies about bullshit. Yeah, because me and Trekkies be going back and forth. Well, we used to. I don't be on Facebook, Facebook with them all. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, me and Trekkies would go back and forth, and I would like sometimes they would have good um arguments. But I t- I just told you today though mm-hmm. that one of those arguments I feel like we gotta understand this is also a sci-fi fantasy film, and we we're, we're not that this stuff is not real. Mm-hmm. And I, that that was my argument because I couldn't remember remember the argument. But that was my argument before was like. Well, I told Patrick, the guy I was arguing about with, I said, hey, you know, this also is sci-fi fantasy. And he's like, well, that gets tired because you guys get Star Wars a lot of a lot of leeway because it's a sci-fi fantasy, which is true because we got to understand we do get Star Wars a lot of leeway. But but 
you know, because especially like you know, I went back and like I said, went back and watched episode three on um, or Vision of Sin. Yeah, it, it, it's 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 one of the best one. I feel like even though even though I think Empire Strike Back is a, is a really good one too. Mm-hmm. I feel like Empire Strike Back is the best one, but because I was because me and me and my friend Edgewell always argue that Empire Strike Back. I say Empire Strike Back. He say um Vision of Sin. I always say Empire Strike Back was the best, mm-hmm. but um. Like I, I think I didn't really realize about the pacing issue until until I talked to you about it, yeah. and then I was like, oh my god, because guess that I haven't watched these movies in years. Like I, I'm a big fan, huge fan. The shows, except for the Mandalorian, eh, I could, I, um, I, I could take take a lead, mm-hmm. but w- w- when it comes to like you know, um, oh shit, um, the episodes, the actual episodes, I'm very invested, and I need to, I need to actually I need to go back and watch it. But it's been it's been like a couple of years since I've seen. The original trilogy, so I need to go back and watch it to get mm-hmm. myself more informed, so I can actually show up for these conversations a little more. But I did watch the Last Jedi again, and I watched the Rise of Skywalker. Um, um, uh, one, one thing I wanted to say is that I like the reason why, because you asked me before, why do I think that the Last Jedi was the best, the best of, the of the trilogy? And I agree. I just want to I, know his uh, reason. I, I do. Um, first of all, it's the choices cho- cho- that Ryan Johnson made. I I, t- I took notes on this. Gotta make sure I come prepared. Yeah. So I, I, oh, I was like, okay, it's just Ryan Johnson made. Like the like one of the choices that he made that I realized that I, that I saw in the movie because I saw the movie three or four times. Mm-hmm. So one thing I, I noticed is that how uh, when Luke did show up to the the, the battle, mm-hmm. um, how things that things you had to had to pay attention for, like the fact that he showed up young as, as the young younger Luke in the back. He did in the last Jedi. In the last Jedi, he showed up. Go, go back, go back, 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 watch it. Not 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 the Luke from like. Yeah, he was because he was the same age. Yeah, he but, just cut his hair. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Wait, that was the only alteration. No, no, it was. It, it, it was a younger Luke. Go back, go back and watch it. Look, look at look. No, because because in the um while, while he was med- med- meditating, mm-hmm. he 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 looked he looked like his old straggly self. He yeah. looked younger because he astral projected. Yes, another yeah. form. Yeah, but, but it was it wasn't like a younger Luke. It was just a I mean, older, I, more groomed Luke. Was it? Yeah. Because because but but why though? Hmm? Why? Because I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm saying this is those choices. I'm, I'm, I'm explaining you why I think so. Yeah. Because I feel like he was trying to, in my opinion, because he, he looked like the Luke. If you go back and, and look at the, um, the show, the mm-hmm. movie, when, when Kylo Ren and, and Luke was about, was, was, was about to murk or, or, or Buddy and sleep, he, he had the exact same look. Mm-hmm. Go back and look at it. Mm-hmm. I think he was trying to appeal to. I to, I think he was trying to appeal to Kylo Ren and Le- Leia in a way. <laughs> That I feel like could probably get to him except, better, except and not not to go on your point. Okay, except the fact that when Kylo Ren asked him, "Do you want to save my soul?" Luke said, "No." Like that, I forgot about that. No, 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 no. I know, but also Leia too, because it was two two things. I thought, I thought Luke, or maybe trying to see Leia again. Maybe I don't know, because I this is one thing about Ryan Johnson I like. Cause I, I follow Ryan Johnson's career. He always put these things to make us think and talk, 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 talk about it. And that's why I like Ryan Johnson directing this fucking film. Okay, and I would give you that, but I, I still think that there was a reason why he did that. There was a reason why he did I that. I really just think it. But, but, but we don't you, know. You can run through it. Go ahead and, and get the rebuttal. I'm going to say that like I don't think there was anything necessarily special because also Force Ghost, um, the way that people, that uh, Force senses people appear as force ghosts. Mm-hmm. There's nothing necessarily special about that either. Like they just kind of show up as they were recognized, I guess. Like Obi Wan showed up as an old man to Luke because Luke knew him as old Ben, 
Anakin, even though it was kind of a re-edit in the original original Star Wars, obviously the man who actually played uh, Darth, would which actually no, it wasn't David Prowse who like mm-hmm. physically acted yeah. as Darth Vader, but the guy whose mask yeah. you see. Like in the original Star Wars, that's who showed up at, at the end. Yeah, but then they re-edited it and they made Hayden, Hayden Christensen. <laughs> um, so like the way that and Luke would not have recognized that person. So yeah. like I don't think there's necessarily well, anything special. I, about I, th- the way I that think they show up. I really because I'm gonna say this also, but also there's nothing I want to say. I, but I really think, but then, but why would be that choice though? I don't. I feel like he did that choice for talk, talk about it. I do think that, that that's why he did it because we talk about it now. And I, because I, I, Ryan Johnson does things like like, like that. Because mm-hmm. again, I'm a big Ryan Johnson fan. But but not that not just because of you know that's why I think it's the best. But because he's a good director, he's a better director than J.J. Abrams, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But J.J. Abrams got 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 could begin get begin lucky with with, with with these big blockbusters. He's not a good director. Ryan Johnson could take a fucking anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm, I'm I'm rambling. But um, also, um, I Snoke dying because Snoke was a red a red herring. I think he Snoke. was he, yeah. he was a red herring in the, end. In, in the whole in the whole. <laughs> I, I feel like that was. I feel like you know that was supposed to be a shot. I feel like, I feel like that's what Ryan just was trying to do. I see what he was trying to do there. It did it like I said. Legend like, Legend is not perfect. It's still a bad movie. It's the best out of the three. Well, it's the best out of three, but it's like yeah. it's part of a. It's it's, it's the it's the fastest snail. Like they all were bad. So yeah, I think like, like so. So you know, I I feel like Snoke Snoke dying was not only needed, but it did give a a, a nice surprise. The fight scene with the um, with the uh, no, it's about the, the um, Emperor's royal guard. But it's called something else. The um, Praetorium. The uh, I forget what it's called. Yeah. That that was the best fight scene in Star Wars history. Like you in know, Star, in Star Wars yes, history, I do think so. Na- 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 oh wait, wait, sorry, I'm sorry. I've got, yeah. I've got, I've got, I've got, <laughs> it was one of the best. Oh, it was one of the best. Oh. Hold I forgot. on. I forgot. Let's chill out. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> like Obi Wan versus I, I, Anakin. Yeah. yeah. I forgot about that one. But Yoda, versus, that one, Yoda versus Palpatine. Yoda oh, versus Palpatine when the nigga was throwing the goddamn. But it, 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 well, it was one of them. It was one. Revenge of the Sith by itself body most Star Wars. It did. Uh, it did. Fight, fight, and then Clone Wars. But it's a list. <laughs> I, it's, it's a list, but it's, it's a, on there. That scene is on there. I really hey. believe that. that that was a really that was a really intense scene. It's, it it's was shot way. so beautifully. Too. It is shot very well. It's the best shot scene. But it's maybe the best shot. Scene. It's the best shot but scene. I think that's what I meant. But, thing, but in terms of the choreography of the fight, like you're not the choreography. I'm talking about. I can't. I ain't, I ain't talking about the choreography. Yeah, I'm they, talking about the actual shooting itself. I'm talking about Ryan Johnson yeah. as a director. That's why I said this, this movie. This movie was the best yeah. because the way it was shot. Talking about backpedaling. Huh? Talking who, about backpedaling in the beginning. You, you, you talking about me backpedaling? What, what, what about backpedaling? You talking about, oh, it's the best fight. Oh, shit. Well, I, I, I forgot. No, not backpedaling. I forgot. <laughs> I had to go back for a minute. It's the between backpedaling and, and forgetting. Nigga, don't try to be. You it forgot was, a was, lot of fights. Huh? You forgot I forgot. I, yeah, I did. I did. Because I was, I, was, I was focusing on, I was viewing like, the fight. One thing you notice in the mm-hmm. sequels is there is no choreography for the lightsabers. They just kind of swing those. Yeah, I, I do realize. All the critiques of Hayden Christensen aside, mm-hmm. him and uh, Ewan McGregor was yeah. in there practicing with they them was. shits. They was all mm-hmm. like that. So and the um, I saw. Did you see the, the Phantom Menace behind the scenes? I did not watch the behind the it scenes. It was, but they they was the, they was old buddy um Liam Liam Nielsen yeah. um child Ewan McGregor they, uh, and uh, Ray Park yeah Ray Park what the yes. fuck any yes. shit Ray 
Ray Parker. Actually, man. even that scene was better than than um. I feel like that was better than. I, I meant I, what I meant to say was probably best the, the best shot. Yeah. That's what I meant. My backpedaling. I forgot because uh-huh. I was I had it in my mind. I was thinking about it. I had to go back and think. But I, my mind worked from my mouth here. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> like stuff. Let's see. Say that. Um, also, uh, I, this is a, a personal favorite. It's my personal reasons. I feel like seeing Leia use the force was very nice to see. I like seeing, um, her, and I feel like also, I feel like the, I feel like Jedi should be able to fly. They can control everything around them. Why can't they fucking fly? That was kind of a stupid scene. When you're talking about when she pulled herself back into the shit. Yeah, but we talking about Star Wars now. First of all. Just, what isn't stupid? Let's like, talk about First of all. I love Star Wars, and you know I defend Star Wars all day. Yeah. But it contradicts the logic of Star Wars because when you watch Clone Wars and Clone Troopers, Chatty, fight, all contradict each other. All the movies okay, each other. but like when you see Clone Wars in the series, and you watch, and really any point in Star Wars, somebody go out into space, mm-hmm. that nigga freezes to death, and their brain explodes because of that. That is true. But Leia was just out there like, eh, pull me back in, and it's like I, I like that Leia can mm-hmm. use the force. Because, again, she should be able to. Yeah. She is the child of Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. I like, um, and I guess this is not much in The Last Jedi, but more Rise Skywalker. I, li- I like that Leia became a Jedi. I don't like that she put her saber down. Um, we don't go to the Rise but we don't, We're not going to talk about it. But I just I like the fact that Leia developed as more than yeah. just, uh, you know, even though Leia was always cool in the, in the original trilogy. And and I know pe- people, because I'm going to say this. I'm, I also want say, to say this. Making the sequel is hard. Sure. The second movie is the one that ties everything together. And the fact that Ryan Johnson did it, like it is, it is. Yeah. It's hard. Like, yeah. and the fact that Ryan Johnson did it and he did it better than I feel like he did, did the third film. You know, people blame the second third film on the second film. Ryan Johnson had, had a plan because he was to do the third film. But the, the fans complained because the last Jedi didn't like it. And so they go back and reach do reshoots, they had to rewrite stuff. Mm-hmm. And they had to put another director in. Palpatine somehow came back. And, and that's, I feel like that's why PPE people look at Last Jedi the way yeah. they do. Because of the, because of y'all complain about, about the second movie. It didn't connect because it was three different mo- um, um, mo- movies. Mm-hmm. Also, I want to say about The Last Jedi is that the scenes that were, that, that were shot were mm-hmm. epic moments. Like those moments were moments you know what i'm saying the light did look really good and, and when kylo ren and uh, ray were fighting but the red it, looked good oh I, I, also one thing that ryan justin did um and, and i feel like again the camera work alone of uh, and like this the, the cho- choices that ryan justin made is that and the continuity of, of the choices that he makes mm-hmm. there was no red markings underneath luke's feet when he was fighting kylo ren red markings like when they was fighting i know he was he was actually projecting but there was no. Oh, you talking about the, because the it's red yeah. sand underneath. Yeah, yeah. And okay. I like I like that. Okay. I, I like that a lot. I know I, I like because I, I like detail. Yeah. And and Star Wars miss detail. You know, the, the other two films. Well, I've seen this about the first one. The first one had better pacing, and I feel like it was always some some something going on. It's actually my least favorite way. Like like the Rise of Skywalker, but like the Force. Yeah. Really. The Force Awakens was kind of boring. Me, you think I, 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 I'm gonna say something like this. I say I think Last Jedi had a lot more had a lot more down scenes that really, you know, you know, did they did make any sense? I don't know, but I also just 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 the Last Jedi looked better. It did visually, yeah. like it looked better. It, it caught my attention visually. I'm talking about the director. Now the writing was garbage with all three films. 
I'm talking about the directing and why I feel like why they they get they should get Ryan Johnson his flowers why he still can. That man is a is a really good director, and that's that's, that's why he's he's writing the next three movies. And so I was so happy with that. <laughs> but but <laughs> uh, I'm really I'm really like I really like like, like his work. But the main reason why the camera angles the short, short, short that that he made. And I like the fight scenes. I find the fight scenes work better than the part the other two. Mm-hmm. And I liked um how how they use their characters. Even if the roles and um fan scene wasn't, you know, they people complain about about the the Vegas style, you know. Mm-hmm. But I, I like the day that we see in new worlds. I like that he he made he took chances. That's one thing I like about do. He took chances. Also, I want to say this about because I think somebody m- m- mentioned about how about his um because this is something I came up with um a, a long time ago. But um, about how Luke looked a certain way, or he was acting a certain way that was off his character. That man went through a lot. Like you know what I'm saying? Oh, you talking about when he became a master? Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, I mean, yeah, when he became a, he became a curmudgeon. Like he kind of the Grinch. No, like, he, oh, you talking about? Yeah. yeah, I mean, he had went. I mean, it he had went been through a lot. lot. And like, my thing is, yeah. when when you have PTSD and anxiety and all that shit too, if you had your arm cut off by, by your daddy, and then the nigga trying to beat Darth Vader well, like the fuck, I don't think you saw pe- pe- I, people die. I, like I can't put um everything that happened in the original trilogy on why Luke was grumpy when he was I'm, older. I know, but I'm saying, but like that's but if you think about PTSD, if you I, think about how PTSD work, and think about how anxiety work and how mental health works. I, if it told you over time, it comes on a check. Well, like I feel like in the script, we know they tell us that the reason Luke and I think Luke admits it kind of towards the end is the reason he kind of went out there is to exile himself because he fucked up. It went, also, that, that too about the Kylo Ren tried to kill yeah. his nephew. But even even so, that's understandable. I'm trying to kill his nephew? No, 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 no. Not I'm saying like why he was why he would want to separate himself yeah. and become that's completely. I was gonna get that too. Yeah. But we, I'm saying like we tie all that together along with that. And you sitting there and thinking you're gonna be depressed. <laughs> you're gonna be upset, especially when in his mind he probably think everything I touch dies. Like or everything I touch, he's like, yeah, yeah, he has the the negative Midas touch. Or like you know what I'm saying. So that's why I think that you know stuff like that makes sense. I had to go back and like he also like Kylo Ren killed all his um other padawans. Yeah, his his padawans. So. And so I'm like, so why why don't people understand? Like, I feel like y'all are stuck in nostalgia. This has been the same fucking story for forty fucking years. Like, y'all need to get a grip. I'm I, I'm just, I'm gonna get on right 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 um, right now. It's been the same story for forty years. It's time to move on. Like, it really is because 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 guess what? When I was watching um the last the Star Wars, my first guy in Star Wars, I didn't care about you know the cut the what 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 made sense and what didn't. I, especially when I was a kid, and our kids don't give a fuck about what's going to happen in Last Jedi, about how they can use the dyad or how, how Leia can fly. They don't think, oh, this this is cool in 10 years mm-hmm. because that's how movies work. That, that's how trilogies work. That's how Star Wars work. It was these are, it's, it's over time. So if you're going to sit here, I'm getting really into it, <laughs> but if, you, if you're going to sit here and judge based on what they don't, that, that's not this, that don't, this and that, when you was a kid, you weren't thinking that. You weren't thinking that. You was thinking that, oh my God, this is part of the canon now. This is part of the canon. Sure. And you just went with, 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 with it. It's our big grown ass who want to sit there and take things, things apart the way it was. That was a good movie. It was a good film. It was the best film. It had the, the animals, that they, the, the beautiful the beautiful animals that they, that they show, the crystal goat looking thing. I really loved that. It was shot beautifully. 
and he didn't write in, in the had the same writer nigga. So let's not act like they didn't have a different write, writer for all three fucking films. So let's, let's I mean let's, let's stop playing with me. And it's the same 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 people as the producers. The fans ruined Star Wars. The fans ruined it. So so blame your fucking I don't think Star Wars is ruined. I I, I think it I, I don't think it's ruined, but I think the last Skywalker being the, the last fucking film, you ruined that they ruined it, the last tri- tri- trilogy. The, the fans ruined the last well, trilogy. Like, First, you're a casual if the only Star Wars content you consume is the movies anyway. That, that's that's true. So, like, first, we don't even have a lot to talk about because you only watch the nine movies and Is probably you? not even the nine ones outside of the Skywalker saga. That's true. Like, you... Because oh, you're right, because um, Rogue Ro- 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 One was, the best, was a good It's the best of the new movies. Yeah. Uh, and the best Star Wars movie? Best of the new movies. Oh, okay. And probably... Well, uh, okay, yeah. And I'd say yeah. out, of, out of the Star Wars movies, Rogue One is probably top five. Yeah. Like, cause my top is the acting was amazing. Yeah, like hey, Force Whitaker, that motherfucker. I got Empire Strikes Back, Revenge right. of the Sith. Uh, yeah, my, Rogue my One. List, my uh, list is like similar. Rogue One and uh, Phantom Menace, and probably New Hope. Y'all hate New, Attack of the Clones. New, New Hope, I put over uh, Phantom. Menace. Y'all hate Attack of the Clones, huh? Y'all hate Attack of the Clones. Y'all I don't Phantom. hate it. I just it's not gonna be in my top Star Wars. Yeah, no, I said like like the fandom hates it. And I think I'm in a majority. I can see why, though. I'm not going to argue with why y'all yeah, like it. Well, I mean, I, it's, it's boring. It's, a, it's, <laughs> it's boring to me. It's boring. But like, I like it because of the, I, like, I actually like the politics. I like, I like, the, I like seeing Annika and Padme get married. I, I, I like that stuff. I, I, I don't know why. I, do, I, I don't know because I'm a big, I'm a, my, my, one, one of my favorite movies of all time, of all time, is Casablanca. And Star Wars, Architecture Ever the Clones, remind me of Casablanca. So that's probably why I'm so impartial. To I thought it was funny because the writing is bad. The writing so is I would laugh, I would laugh at the parts of the script where you know it's like I hate sand, like that's a forever funny thing to me. I hate sand; it's rough and coarse and irritating. <laughs> yeah, and then he's so monotone. <laughs> and but, I, but I, I also you know him him uh, him saying his mom was 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 a good scene. I like where he's trying the his mom dying and then that that was a sad scene. But he I feel like he, you know what what, what the problem was what was was the with the with the prequel trilogy the actors they need better actors. I feel like. The actors were not the problem. I feel like the script was the problem. Oh, the script was the problem too. But they, they, you, you, well, you, McGregor Gregor was a good actor, and so was Liam Neeson. I think that they need to get if they Hayden Christian was a terrible actor. Like I would say, it, except that one, like he did do all his own stunts. That means that, that means you can act. Which is part of acting. Yes. Child. I'm, I'm going to take that into account. If you if you put in work. And do the shit that other niggas cannot do with the, with the, uh with a stick or a lightsaber. It's called being stupid because you because they, 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 they can hire somebody to stand okay, in front but, for you. But it made it look better that you didn't have to CGI everything. Correct? But you could have had a stand in. Correct. But, okay, but like the fact that I can see your face and I can see that you're the one swinging lightsaber. Yo, that means something to me. Y'all but, do hate Christian so so much. I'm gonna let y'all have it. I don't love hating Christian. I think I think y'all give him so much. I said you love him. I said I don't give him. I don't give him a whole lot either. But you I, feel like, he, he I feel like he, he, I feel like he, 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 he's he a good actor. No, I feel like no. niggas. Okay, first you was just on Ryan Johnson dick. So yeah, you were. No, you were hating Christians. No, I'm saying that like hey, I am right just because because he he's no, the director. I'm saying that like hating Christensen. I don't. Give, I don't like give him everything, mm-hmm. but I'm saying I feel like a lot of niggas have irrational hate for the niggas. I, I don't say I hate it. I say he wasn't bad. I just say he wasn't a bad actor. He ain't That's a, a good actor. I didn't say that he was like. I don't think he. I don't think he was terrible. I don't think he was bad. But I don't. I don't think he was the best or the greatest or even you know like top in mm-hmm. the in the franchise. But like the hate that people got for Hayden Christensen, just, I don't honestly just I'm ignore just the fact that he like did, 
played the role he and like it. did give a convincing Anakin. I, I did I didn't say that. I didn't say I didn't like his acting. So like I didn't like his acting. I didn't. And I it, it is it's more because you gotta understand what I grew up on. I grew up on Casablanca. I grew up on people who acted. Like he, he wouldn't get I, I have a I have a tear. When it comes to singers and actors, I have a tear. Kate Kisha is nowhere near. Sure. And at that time period, he was a Humphrey Bogart because the way those way those movies were marketed and way those, the way sure. the, the movies did. So I'm comparing you to, you to, to um, I don't get to post on it yet, but I, I'm, it's coming. <laughs> but you and, <laughs> you and um, Humphrey Bogart, I'm sure. comparing you to Humphrey Bogart and you don't, you don't match up. Because okay. at, that, at that time period, you would be, you would have been just as big, big as him. I get it. And I agree, but all I'm gonna say is, if you were ever a nigga who was looking at Star Wars to be like, I, oh my I'm god, not. the actors are gonna be so good. I, I didn't say like, that. <laughs> I, don't, I think you're gonna be disappointed. No, no, no. I, 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 I didn't. I did. First of all, um, the actors did great in the trilogy, in the in the sequel trilogy. It wasn't the acting that was a problem. It was the, it was it was the execution and the production and direction of the. Of so what we supposed to talk about? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Way off topic, um, but we wanted to talk about like southern rap, um, mm-hmm. and I guess kind of like dealing with like old school hip hop acts, but also like kind of new school. Because like in our like practice podcast, um, we kind of talked about um, Atlanta and kind of how mm-hmm. it's the center of this new hip hop scene. Um, I don't know what's kind of your perspective on southern rap and its position right now because obviously like um, southern rap dominates hip-hop um atlanta's kind of the market where all hip-hop acts are produced at the moment but i don't know what's kind of your perspective because it to me is not really in the best place as compared to where it was jumping off from in 1994. um um about atlanta rap mm-hmm. Or not just Atlanta um, rap, just Southern rap, because like I guess you could classify Meg as Southern rap. I and mean, the everything's Southern rap at this point. And the baby, you got folks from New York side like they're from Atlanta. Well, I guess it's just a regional thing. Like the people who come out the South, like the um, Meg the Stallion, Flo Millie, et cetera, et cetera. How, how's it changed? Uh, what's your opinion on it? Just like do you fuck um, with it? I fuck with it. Um, it's uh. I, I fucks with Southern rap. Um, I just feel like, you know, it's all starting to sound the same, uh, like we talked about uh, earlier. Um, let me see. And um, Southern hip hop. Okay. It, uh, I mean, it, it, when it, when it comes to like, you know, we look, we, we, we compare like 150,000 them and like the um, outcasts. To like, who's out right now? Is Pooh Shiesty from the South? Pooh Shiesty from Tennessee. Yeah. yeah, I mean, of course, there's a disparity, a disparity in like lyrics and um, production value and originality. Like, it's not there anymore. Um, but I do. I'm not saying that to hate on the, on the new on the new um, genre because this, these are these are their experiences and things that. Because I feel like back in the day, I mean, our music. Or our, or our music, well, I guess now us, our music sound like messed them our parents and bit and, 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 and writing them so they messed to like the older generation. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think that um, when it comes to to southern rap, 
I I give it a little bit of a I I give it I give I give su, 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 Southern rap well today I give it a little bit of a a pass with a lot of stuff um because of the direction, it's because of my direction I grew up in and because we really can't judge music over time like we we can we can judge the content um about how how it, how it relates to like every the everyday society how it relates to like you know different identities and how people are being treated and talked about in this in this in this in this um music when it comes to like seeing if it's good or bad or not we really can't do that um compare and compare it i do i ain't gonna i, I shouldn't because i do compare like artists to like artists that you know i listen to when i was young younger and it it's it, i do like those some of these those artists a little better because of the way it connected to me mm-hmm. and the way it made sense to me but i had to learn all the time that if, if because it makes it sense, sense to you doesn't mean it makes sense to me and so i have to we have to kind of go with that um but what, what do you think about something about well i basically agree except mm-hmm. that like i can't deny meg oh i'm like, sorry yeah uh, but but i'm not saying uh, oh no, i'm sorry go ahead like, cause I obviously feel like um, Atlanta is the spot mm-hmm. where everybody comes, but like Meg is on the scene right now. This is the best rapper kind of we have. Maybe not like um, I know people like to interrogate every Meg song and be like, where mm-hmm. are the lyrics or where is the differential content? But like I feel like she's the, at the top of the kind of rap game right now, and that's pretty undisputed. Mm-hmm. Um, it's obviously not the same as it was back in the day, but that's, I don't feel like that's necessarily a bad thing. Uh-huh. Um, Cause Outkast, you know, is my favorite group all time and probably go forever be my favorite group. Uh-huh. Um, but I do, I do love the way, I, I hate kind of, I guess, to tie it back to politics. I hate uh-huh. the way Southern rap, um, like been co-opted by neoliberalism. Uh-huh. Like I hate the fact that like um, Lil Baby and Cardi B and all these niggas pose with like, uh, political candidates and like take political causes but like in terms of just the music i mean i'm not gonna hate on it like a, a lot of old heads be like there's no lyricism um and that there's mumble i don't think anybody mumbles i think niggas speak in their they still saying that i don't they still saying people do mumble rap? yeah mumble rap is still a, still a phrase uh partly because niggas still take their political i'm not their political but their hip-hop uh uh, knowledge from Eminem. Touch that. Um, but like, I don't think anybody mumbles. I think everybody speaks in their dialects, their native dialects, um, and crafts that stylistically um, to produce music. Yeah. And that's dope to me. Um, so like, I, I fuck with it. Um, I do feel like hip hop is kind of underdeveloped um, by uh, mm-hmm. the corporate music industry like people are owned and can only say mm-hmm. because because the labels aren't owned by the artists anymore mm-hmm. um people can't really say um things that aren't approved by corporate so obviously there are the fake deep niggas like j cole mm-hmm. you know who like say things they think are deep yeah. but it's like um that there's <laughs> that's still owned by like corporate entities mm-hmm. even though he owns dreamville but like he got his start off of Jay Z. At this point, I feel like it's more corporate than rapper. Uh-huh. Um, but I feel, Jay-Z? yeah, I feel like rap is in a solid place. Um, but I, well, I'll critique it and say I wish it could get better. But 
the way way it gets better is not dependent on the actual music that's being produced, mm -hmm. but more so on how people are puppeteering the art artists behind the scenes and who's being allowed to get on versus who's not. Because um, Flo, Mill Flo Millie's hard, Meg is hard. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I guess that's not um, I, I say that the women are running it right now. Yeah. The women are definitely running circles around the men. But it's been like that, though, for real. Like, I... Like, you know, the Eve and Trina had their verses last night. And, you know, Eve's from Philly, but Trina's from the South. And I grew up in Birmingham. So Tr Trina was at every cookout. Yeah. Trina, I grew up on Slip and Slide. Like, I grew up on Trina. I grew up on Trick. Mm -hmm. I grew up on I grew up on everybody. Was, uh, Jack, Jackie O. I grew up on, like, uh, even 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 Kot, Kot, Kaya, problematic ass. Mm -hmm. I, I grew up on, like, all those people from, like, Slip and, Slip and Slide in Miami. But I grew up on... But also, I mean, I'm grouping on, 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 on North folks too. But I, I, I definitely hear her, hear Kane Wayne or my neck my back or you know the the whole baddest bitch album. And you know, um, and I feel like you know it's funny. It's either it's, it's even the southern chicks who run it. It's like the the city girls from Miami. Yeah. Uh, Meg, like you said, Meg from Houston. Um, yeah, huh, yeah. Flo, Flo Millie from Mobile, like I, 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 Alabama. So it's like, yeah, like. Like so, southern women and southern women, and a, a little bit of the out west folks, like the sweeties and the Doja Cat from out west. Doja Cat is from out west. I yeah, mean. but also like Cardi B. Even oh. though people don't really like Cardi B, well, but I, yeah. like her impact is undeniable. Like in terms of her uh, sales and like um, mm -hmm. her status and staying power. But but her um her her flow is definitely Miami. Like she got her sound from Miami. It's definitely a Miami sound. Because she also said she 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 was in the south a lot. Well, she like uh, her family is Dominican, so yeah, it's like this right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. So basically, you know, grew, grew up in the south, mm -hmm. and you know, you know, just you know, listen to all these different, <laughs> different, um, you know, sounds from uh, uh, a different like even 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 in the south, there are different. Accents that I, I realized, like a mm -hmm. uh, Birmingham accent is different from Atlanta accent, Atlanta is different from Miami accent. I love I love hearing all those sounds differentiate around the whole southeast, and it also you know also I love look how people are now biting this sound. Like I swear <laughs> to God, there are so many niggas from North who are who are biting. Like Jay Electronic, yeah, back in the day. Um, what he he said. Uh, when New York niggas was calling Southern rappers lame and then Jack and I slang. Yeah. So. For real. Because it's the wave. Mm -hmm. So. It is. It's not imitable. For real. It's not. It's. It's. Yeah, you're right. It's not. Um, But like I said, I love trap music. I love uh, Southern hip hop. Um, I love Southern R&B too. Shout out to Kate Kim and Shell who sing the most ratchet <laughs> hip R&B hip hop song. But. Yeah. Um, what's next? Oh, that it? Just our personal remarks. Oh. <laughs> uh, well if 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 you got it here, that means you are a trooper. Okay. If you made it to this point, child. Um <laughs> Okay. Uh, anything anything you wanna add for this? Um for real, just like make sure to pop in with us like every week. We got we got new shit we discuss every single week. It's not always gonna be about Star Wars. It's not like one of the uh nerd things I've been interested in recently is like um the uh 
Lord of the Rings and the J, the AR the JRR Tolkien fuck Tolkien himself. But what like, do you do? Huh? What, 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 oh, he's a vile racist. Oh, I did not know but that. Like, well, um, fuck Lord of the Rings, man. But like the universe is dope. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. And like same guys galaxy. And I've been deep in like the uh, Tolkien mythos, like learning about Sauron and Mor- Morgoth and Gandalf and all that type of shit. So, like we got we got nerd shit. We we both read and yeah. watch a lot of shit. We um, we really we really do. So we gotta have and just different pan African history every week. Mm-hmm. Um, different book suggestions, art, and we'll have article suggestions sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just come back and fuck with Eric and Nathan's and, and title pod. And hopefully, you know, the retrograde will be over because it's it's kicking my ass. <laughs> so <laughs> okay, but go ahead, close it down. But hey, this man Eric and Nathan's untitled pie. <laughs> Come back and fuck with us. We'll catch up. Oh, okay.